Um, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Retro Breakdown, episode 11. The best podcast ever. The Clearly. best podcast I've ever made. Yeah, me too. Let's not delve any deeper into that. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no need. No, it's it's the best podcast we've ever made. Talking about Period. the best game we've played. Okay, that's just patently untrue. Like, the oh. first thing is true on a technicality. Um, It's the best game to somebody. It's probably. not even. There has hey, to be everyone. That it's their hey. Game. You know this already because you saw the title when you clicked on the episode, but we played Karnov this week. We played we should, Karnov. We should say it was on the NES. For NES. Yeah, yeah, there are three versions of the game. There's an arcade version, which is apparently actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's an NES version, which is less good. And then there's a then there's a DOS version, which is a DOS version. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> you need to uh, you need to like hear the music from it. Because oh, it's no. it's the same music, but made with like 1980s PC boops. <laughs> it, the, the music in Karnov is one of those. It's the soundtrack where you're like, hey, I like this song. And then you're like, wait, this is it. <laughs> yep, that's it. Oh, no. That like actually that game has three songs. I counted them. There's three songs. Yeah. In that uh, in that soundtrack, there is theme of Karnov then there is theme of there's only 30 seconds left in the in the oh, on the right, timer yeah. and then there's a final boss theme hey the, i'm surprised they got a, a, a extra music i mean i i feel like i feel like you have to have like more than i don't know i guess you don't i guess you could bubble bobble it and just have the one theme play on loop for the entire mm-hmm. game and just never have anything else you know, you know what my my favorite my favorite song in Karnov was the the sound letting you know that you're damaging a boss. The uh, I, I believe it was described last night in the stream as the AOL modem sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, no. Okay. So, all right. So let's back up. Tom, who are you? Uh, I'm Tom. Cool. You can, you can you can find me at on Twitter where it's it's the Twitter URL and then you add Tom Day VG to it. And cool. That's, that's uh that's it. <laughs> I'm Dean. You could find me on Twitter as well at at uh I almost said twitch.tv. That's <laughs> I mean that's basically where I do most of my Twitter work anyway. That's where you should really find them anyways. It's true. I, I'm on Twitch playing the games that we talk about on this podcast at twitch.tv slash time wanderer, and I'm on Twitter at uh at uh, twitter.com slash time wanderer thirty-three because the Time Wanderer without the numbers is still owned by some guy who hasn't posted since 2011, so I can't have it. Isn't there a, after a certain amount of time, doesn't that disappear? I keep waiting for it to. (laughs) I like, I I keep looking every, 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 like, every few weeks or so, every couple of, like, every couple months, I'll just, like, look it up and I'll be like, yep, that account still exists. I don't know if there's a way to, like, request it or what. I don't know. I'm sure with enough money. I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> anything with enough money. So yeah, that's us. We're doing the retro breakdown. This is a, you probably this is probably not the first one you've heard, but if this is the first one you've heard, this is a podcast where we play old games and then we talk about them, and we do that every week. And this and, week and this was a, my was wife. A 
yes. specifically requested that we play Karnov for NES because she was one of those kids who grew up and just like, like she grew up with three brothers and like basically none of them knew what a good video game was. Yeah, nobody did. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, there was it was. And I said this before. Everyone has a game like this where it's like it's the game that you grew up with and it's garbage, but you had it. So you played it. Yeah. Like it was garbage, but it was your garbage. Yeah. But the the, the, the truth is you didn't even really know what like. I mean, I, I played games as a kid that were bad, but I didn't know they were bad until later. Right. So it's, right. It's exactly. Not even, there's, and, there's and and honestly, as as bad as Karnov is. The fact that it has unlimited continues <laughs> makes it a pretty, a relatively forgiving NES game and two hits to die. Like, yeah, that's it's, true. It's a... That game could very easily have had a a one hit kill mechanic. Yeah, the arcade version did, I believe. That I, that I doesn't it was even added surprise to me. the NES one, or maybe it was added to the the NES one and it was not on the Famicom one. I don't know. I, I believe there are some differences between. Oh yeah, uh, apparently the Famicom version of this game has story. And then they oh. they ported it to uh, I think what probably happened is Data East ported it to the West and they were like, you know, it's easier than translating it, removing no. everything that needs to be translated. Yeah, the, the, the story even in the manuals kind of just, you know, it's like seven sentences or something. Karnov is strong, man. <laughs> he's from Russia. Fight dragon. Because <laughs> because the does it specifically the... say he's from Russia? Yes. OK. All right. Because we were like. We were debating this. We were like, he could be Turkish. He seems no, no, like potentially like the, Ottoman. The the first page is Dead East brings you arcade realism at home. Karnov, the fire-breathing Russian, is seeking okay. the lost treasure of Babylon. He runs, swims, jumps, climbs, and flies through nine levels of gameplay. Countless bizarre enemies of various sizes and strength. I mean, they're not wrong about Karnov that. From finding the treasure. Okay. Countless. Then later on, they actually have a count of all of them. It looks like there's like five. Yeah, that's about no, right. I think those are the bosses, though, to be fair, not the actual regular enemies. The bosses, which all end up showing up multiple times. Yeah, they don't care. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I like the one enemy is just called Snake Woman. Yeah, I mean, it was just a Snake Woman, though. Oh, the person that had the, the, the lion that looked like he was trying to walk it but couldn't is just called Lion Keeper. Well, they were doing a bad job of keeping that lion. Hey, if you kill the lion first, the which I tried will attack to. you. I mean, that's cool, I guess. I don't know how you actually do that, because... Yeah, I don't know. So, so Karnov is a, is a, a what I would call a typical side-scrolling NES, but, I mean, shoot him up kind of? <laughs> I guess. I mean, in, in a weird way, it kind of, like, it's... Okay, what? like, don't, don't, like, strangle me for making this comparison, but, like, gameplay-wise... If you were to compare, if you were to compare it to something like, it's almost kind of like a Contra. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I know. Like, but without like, without, without multi-directional shooting. Right. And with a bunch of really confusing items. And very odd palette swaps, like, or colors mm. for, for, for things. Like, uh, the first level, the floor is blue. Or maybe it's not the first level. Maybe it's the second. I don't remember. No, there's a, there's definitely blue floor in the first level because I remember walking off the edge into the water. <laughs> yeah, which is I, the, I did too. The water like, oh, yeah, maybe it's just a weird thing. Like, oh, that's just a cliff. Okay. Yep. <laughs> You're walking on, like, deep blue colored, like, like Tiles sapphire colored floor. Yeah. And which just gives way to a, like, a river. 
and you just yes. it's the exact same color with a slightly different texture it's like oh okay well we died there okay cool <laughs> it's very hard to tell it was a an odd choice it's weird that it doesn't really come up again no like that like the whole like there's a death pit that's the same color as the floor like they never do that again but they do it in the first level so like i it sort of prepares you for something that never really i i think the closest thing that happens is like in one of the later levels you have to fly yep and it doesn't really tell you so like there's a whole bunch of items in this game you can pick up but the game never actually tells you what they do they just have an icon on them yeah you just have to look at the the manual so like the so you've got boots and boots make you jump higher like way higher you already jump really high you do and you can control yourself in the air like unless go ahead oh i i i thought you i thought you were going to automatically jump in with that you can control like you can control your jumps you have mid-air control they're not commit jumps unless you walk off yes the edge of a cliff in which case you slowly (laughs) drift down to the ground in a perfectly straight vertical line at like you don't initiate the jumping or the falling it's it's like the game is like um we're not sure what to do It's the the jump mechanics in this are they're consistent, but they're so strange. Yeah, because um, you do have pretty satisfying midair control, but the whole game just lags out when you have to scroll the screen up or down. <laughs> yeah. It can't handle it. And sometimes you can get stuck like when climbing the like the ladder item. Mm-hmm. And, and even though there's no reason for you to be stuck, but like you can't move when you're up there or something i don't know well because basically the way the game is designed is it considers the it considers the ceiling and floor to be like hard limits where like you can't like you can't go up off screen right right it it won't it will not allow you to jump like like... (laughs) so sometimes that's just the top of the screen then right it's like a hard ceiling because the camera doesn't scroll up so it considers like the top of the the screen that you can see even though it just like goes up into nothing, it still considers it a hard ceiling. And so like, if you put your ladder there, because there's a ladder item where you can just like drop a ladder anywhere in the game and just climb up to get stuff. Actually kind of cool. It's, it's like, it's a, it's a neat mechanic. Like if in a better game, I'd be more impressed with it. Well, that's, that's the, I mean, the whole item selection is actually, I mean, not the item selection, that's, that's horrendous, but the actual Mm. number of items is really neat. Yeah. Uh, well, and some of them are like super useful and some of them are not useful really at all. Yeah. Like the uh, I, I think by the end of the game, I figured out what all of the items do mm-hmm. without the manual, just from trial and error and actually found a reasonable use for most of them. Yeah. So like there's a there's a mask item. The ladder item is useful through the whole game because there's stuff you for ha- obvious there's reasons. Like, yeah, there is stuff you have to get to. They put items and stuff out of your jump reach which is super which is super frustrating how they the you notice this is so wrong the way that they the way that they put things out of reach of your jump is the yeah, most like obnoxious thing ever it's like yeah. one pixel out of your reach well it's literally one pixel because even your half your head will be on the item but mm-hmm. it won't count yeah like the hitbox where you have to hit something to actually collect it is like on your feet <laughs> yeah so Very like you strange. jump up and you're touching it with your with your like entire upper body, but it's like nope, 
Not good enough. Sorry, you didn't use the ladder item. Yeah, or the, you have or the to. Boots you can't item. just jump up and get this. You have to use the ladder, climb up the ladder, climb back down the ladder so that you can break down the ladder and move and like get it back, mm-hmm. and then go over two steps and use the next. The, use the ladder again and climb up again to get like it's so unsatisfying. <laughs> like not to mention as you move, you're you're changing the way that you're like the items that you're selecting. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk Jesus. about the way that you do you want to talk about the way that you uh, collect it or the way you select items in this game? Well, it's, it's just moving left and right on the D-pad, Except which you know also else... does what, Tom? <laughs> you, you, you know what else left and right on the D-pad does? <laughs> it moves your character. It sure does. So what happens if you need to move, <laughs> say, I don't know, like if you need to move right to drop a bomb against a wall? But the bomb is on the left. Like you need to move left on your on your uh, on your item <laughs> list. Is, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is a literal thing. Like in in one of the last stages, uh, they introduce for the first time the idea that like, hey, you can use bombs to like blow away parts of a wall. Yeah, which is kind of cool. But then it's like, where was this? five stages ago and also why are you making me just do it four times <laughs> yes it's like, like it let me drop like a bomb like, one oh, time cool let's yeah. do this <laughs> let me let me drop a bomb one time and blow away all of the wall not like not like a bad mario maker stage where you have to like drop oh, a bomb yeah. and then blow away part of the wall and then drop another bomb and blow away the next part of the wall and then the next part like you literally have to do it four times <laughs> it's so for- silly but you ha- it's on the right and it's like, OK, so you have to like the radius of the bomb is super small. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's like one, one tile. tile. Yeah, it's, it's seriously a tile. So you have to get like right up against the wall on the right and then drop the bomb, which is the uh, Tom. What what button do you use to use items? Ah, oh, Jesus. Wait, well, I guess it would be the A or B button. <laughs> is it? No. Is no. it or is it the select button? No, it's it's definitely the select button. Because <laughs> A is jump and B is and shoot. B is shoot. <laughs> and we can't ha- like we certainly <laughs> couldn't do something like <laughs> up and shoot or down and shoot. You, you wouldn't. I mean, they wouldn't want to make a button do the same thing, right? <laughs> One thing I noticed uh, about halfway through the game, you can actually use items from the pause menu. Are you serious? You can actually use it. You can pause the game. Shit. And your and your item list is still active. And I at first I thought it's like, oh, you can just like queue up and select your items from the pause menu. But then I actually hit select and used the item. And I, it even serious? works with like bombs and stuff. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah. So you can actually like drop the bomb from the pause screen and it'll be there when you unpause. Every time you say drop the bomb, all I can think of is the DDR song. That's um, fair. But that that is that is relevant to your frame of reference. <laughs> so that's I, something that like on one hand. You could do that from this. this... Yeah, I'm Jesus pretty sure you can do Christ. that the whole game. Yeah, I'm that makes pretty sense. sure you can do that. And that like that does ease a lot of this gripe of like. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it, it, it eases a lot of the gripe of like moving left and right changes your item select thing, but it also moves your character because you can just pause and then just use what you want. But then like 
That's also weird yeah. because usually pause menus, especially in older games, it just that's it. They're static. It's just like you have to get up and go to the bathroom. So we'll just keep it here so you don't die. Karnov, man. But it's I, I don't know. It's also like. It works and it solves a lot of the problem that we're talking about, but it also um, sets up this situation where like optimal play means you're pausing the game every five seconds. And that's, yeah, it's, you know, for it for an action oriented game like this, that doesn't make any sense. It's no. not Crystallis. <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> what would what do you think would have been a better? So pressing select to cycle through the items would have made sense to me. Present, I like I think that like if they'd done it Castlevania style where you press like B and up yeah, to that's use a special weapon or even yeah. B and down for some of them, like the bomb could have been like B and down. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my the God. The boomerang could have been B and up. So it makes sense. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, actually, that would have been really nice. Yeah. Just the just the button and up and down would have would have solved and select as the thing that selects that, that moves it, you know, they could the even bottom. have had the bombs be like a consistent thing because they give you a lot of bombs. Like yeah. more, far more bombs than anything else. You can so I feel like they intend for you to use them a lot, but mm -hmm. I use them literally not at all, except for the one time where you literally have to. The problem is that your fireballs are pretty dang useful. Yeah. Yeah. No, like the, uh, like Karnov shoots fast and he shoots absurdly fast. Yeah. I mean, in, in fairness, everything does. True. So, like, the primary shot pretty much gets the job done in most cases. Yeah, the only um, reason you even use the other items is if you if you sort of need to. Yeah, like, there's a there's a boomerang item Except that... maybe the boomerang. Yeah. The boomerang item is, like, it felt super useless because you don't get very many of them, and it's literally one shot. And it just goes out to the... It goes out to the side of the screen that you're facing. You can catch it. Can you? I believe so. I think I did. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I didn't think it was useful because I wasn't catching it. It did like so like it basically goes out to the side of the screen, then loops very slightly upwards. <laughs> yeah, like maybe like one t one or two tiles upwards and then comes back now. Um, and I was like, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> yes, I was like, that's stupid. Like, why wouldn't I just use my shot? It goes in basically the same trajectory. But, you know, like, but then there's a T-Rex boss at the end of one of the stages yep, where you have yep. to actually, like, jump up and hit the, uh, you have to jump up and hit the T-Rex's the face. Yeah. Like, kind of, it's, it's like Dracula, fighting Dracula in Castlevania, where you have to, mm -hmm. you have to actually, like, jump up to, to get to the hitbox. Yeah, he can't hit any, right. So the boomerang hits right on the exact spot where it's supposed to and literally one-shots the boss. Well, Clearly, di the dinosaur, the T-Rex cannot catch a boomerang. Right, right. So Jesse pointed out that this clearly means that the meteor that killed the dinosaurs is boomerang shaped. Probably. That's that's the only explanation to that. <laughs> if, if, if anything to go by for the, the history of, of the world and what makes sense in all in all realities is absolutely Karnov. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Russian strongman killing uh, killing dinosaurs and, and dragons and snake ladies. <laughs> so many of the so many of these enemies are like reptilian. Yeah, snake lady is actually her name, by the way. Yeah, we 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 talked about this uh, shortly before recording. The I just uh, love that it's snake woman and and chicken bone. <laughs> like 
These I didn't know about names chicken are bones. so stupid. Do they have a uh, do they have a listing for like the names of the uh, the dudes that are just like other strong men that are just like running around flexing? Ah, uh, that look like that dude from One Punch Man. It oh the 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 puri puri uh, prisoner yeah uh, prisoner. <laughs> no, don't no, tell me they don't look like him. No, they definitely did. I I would uh, that that was my first thought, and then you. I think in your stream you said that too, right? I did, and that's when when you said that I was like, oh, yep, yep, that was that's how I felt about it. Well, especially because they, they they kind of flex a bit, then they come at you, and then they flex some more, and it's, and it's just like these guys. This this is my favorite sprite in the game for sure. Yeah, easily, easily, like, which like is kind of too bad because they're actually sort of annoying to fight. Oh, they are, yeah, like the way they jump around. But yeah, it's. Dead Age just threw whatever at this game, man. Like, they don't care. No. They don't, like, So it was, a, it was a successful arcade game, and they're like, well, let's just bring it, let's just bring it to consoles. Or console. Uh, yeah. Singular. <laughs> console, singular, and PC, singular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. It was, it was on the, the IBM PC. <laughs> um, But, but uh, you know, I gotta say, I'm I'm we kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm I'm very proud of of Data East for making the game console friendly. Like giving it unlimited yeah. continues and and they revamped the later levels um from the arcade to to make them more just like they made them different. I don't actually know what the reasoning behind it was if it's because the NES couldn't handle it or what. Mm. I don't have any idea what levels 4 through 8 look like on the arcade because yeah. I <laughs> I don't plan on finding out. But uh I think it's cool that they that the company actually, you know, didn't just dump it from arcade onto console. I, I suppose the um, they did that with Rygar too. Not they, but the, mm. the company that did Rygar. They, uh, um, Tecmo. Tecmo, yeah. Thank you. They 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 altered it from arcade to NES, and it's it's just yeah. nice to see that they they cared enough about the game because <laughs> you may not you may play this thinking, wow, this must have just been who who no one no one wanted this, no one cared about this. But honestly, at the time, the the game had done really well in arcades and. Mm -hmm. Them porting it to the NES was probably like, oh, this is exciting. Like, we're making a fun game, <laughs> which just goes to show you how time can be unkind. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to some experiences. Well, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's like the IBM PC version of the game was reviewed in 1989 in Dragon number 142. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. The reviewers <laughs> game the, gave the game four and a half out of five stars. There you go. Which is hilarious because, Karn like... Uh, Karnov on PC is widely considered to be the worst version of the game. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, it's 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 it kind of goes to what you were saying before is that you know twenty years or thirty years ago, uh, it wasn't really about. Actually, I guess it's more than thirty years ago. Jesus, but it uh, sure was thirty three. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it, it just kind of goes to show you that when when it's it's so different now, where where you play a game based on a bunch of reviews and ideas and everyone sort of has this collective understanding of what makes a good and bad game like it's it's much harder for a a game to kind of sneak by and be well liked even though it's trashy do you know what mm. i mean yeah, yeah and at, at the time this game honestly god when this game came out it was not i don't even think it would have been a bad game if i had this on the nes i wouldn't have been mad about it like, i mean i'm looking at review scores right now we got 76 percent. we got 30 out of 40 mm -hmm. we got uh now I don't know like hardly any of these. I don't know any of these publications at all. Sure, 
but like we've got we've got nine out of ten, we've got eighty eight percent. This looks like ten star, ten out of ten stars. Oh wow, a, a perfect game. Karnov is a perfect game. <laughs> I mean, this, like there's that's some questionable. There's an Ace. There's a thing called Ace Magazine. Oh, Advanced Computer Entertainment. Okay. Um, <laughs> they they gave it a six hundred twelve. Is the rating scale out of a thousand? I don't know what that's. I don't know what that rating scale is. I don't know how many points. That reminds me of an old. Uh, there's an old movie. Um, a movie. It was uh, probably like Sidney Poitier or something like that, or whatever. Like one of those guys that you know they just they just they're movie critics. And right. in, in his book, they had ratings next to the movies. And if you don't read the legend, it makes no sense because it was like it, this movie got half a square a circle, a moon shape, a triangle, and a tower-looking thing. I'm like, what in the fuck are this? It was, it was by far the my favorite rating. Like, it, it even it even surpassed the exploding heads on from, from GamePro. Because oh, it was man! I love the exploding symbols. heads from GamePro. <laughs> well, exploding heads from GamePro, it actually sort of made sense because they were pretty much just hype images. It's right? hype, like, yeah. Uh, like how how excited are you while playing this? But but yeah. giving something random symbols like oh this movie gets a star, <laughs> like what what like but not like a star like, out of other stars, just literally the like a you know a blue sh- uh, colored star, right? And we you have no idea what that means. And the next one has a square and a and a semicircle. <laughs> like this this movie's really good. It gets a full tarot reading. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. That's 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 what it is. Uh, so so Karnov. If I was playing this back in the day, like when 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 Jesse was playing it, she I'm sure it was, just was fun. Like it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I would, the way she I would talks say about that it. It's it's not a. I would have fond memories of this game as a child, especially because it's the fact that you have unlimited continues is 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 a really big uh, plus from me. <laughs> yeah, it, it made me able to play the game like legit without using any cheats, and I still beat it in like an hour and a half because you could exactly. just keep trying. Yeah, and it's like it's tough. It's it's. It's tough, but it's not really punishing. Yeah, well, so it's if it didn't have unlimited continues, it would be a it would be a horrible experience, right? Because because you die enough for dumb reasons that you'd be like, I hate this. Um, yeah, because it, it is frustrating. Like let's let's not let's not get it twisted. Like your no, hitbox it's, it's, it's is not, not a, where it's it not looks a good like game. It it's no. it's not a good NES game. But it's it, at, for when it came out, I would not have been upset by it. It's uh, it's it's like weirdly it's weirdly floaty. It is, yeah. Um, like, we, we talked a little bit about the jump physics. Like, you do have mid-air jump control, but, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of situations where you're expected to, you have to fall, like, down, like, down off a ledge or something. And, like, yeah. almost all of those are blind, which is scary. And it, it puts you in a situation where you have to fall down off of ledges fairly frequently without knowing what's beneath you. Right. And then in the last stage, you just start on this big platform and it's like, I guess we have to fall and then you just die. Or sometimes sometimes you have to do things like climb a tree. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. So, like, no, not sometimes. One time. <laughs> yeah. OK. One okay. time, like the game, the, the stage starts with you having to climb up a tree <laughs> to get the extra height to jump over a pit. But it's just a straight tree with no branches well and you're basically just like you you get there and you're like what am i supposed to do then you press the jump button you're like excuse me yeah no that was my what is happening that was my exact experience because it's just it is a perfectly cylindrical tree 
with no obvious footholds, no branches, no ledges, no nothing. It's not even a tree. It's just an upright log. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's exactly it. And it it looked so conspicuous because it's like right up against this big pit. And I'm like, maybe we have to like, I was shooting it and using (laughs) items there. And I'm like, maybe we have to like knock it over so we can. Wow, that would have been intense. Like I know, right? Like destructible environments to create a bridge. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, but that's what I was thinking. But no, just literally jump on it. And then you just kind of like perch on the tree and then you just keep jumping up it. And <laughs> like, th- and then you, then, then you just go over the tree and that's, that's literally it. <laughs> and it, and you never do that again. <laughs> it is like, like you have to do it. To, to, like, get past the first part of that first level? Or that, what is it, like, level three or I think it's like, three yeah, or I was going to say, it's kind of early on. Yeah. It's like the first, o- you don't even run into any enemies. It's like the no. first obstacle you run into. It, it's, it's, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, have, I don't have anything intelligent to say about it. It just made me laugh because it, it, it was gone after that. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess the I whole can climb concept stuff. Like, of climbing oh, no. trees just right. disappears after that moment where it's super not clear at all that you would do that. And when, to be clear, again, when I say climbing trees, I don't mean like pressing up and down like you're climbing a ladder. No, 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 no. Because there's there's ladders that in the game, like you you literally have a ladder that you keep with you that you climb right, up and down. Yeah. And there's ladders in the stages that you climb up and down. I don't mean like climbing up and down like a ladder or a vine. I mean literally jump onto the tree and then there's a platform there. Basically like an invisible platform in the middle of the tree. <laughs> yep. And then you jump again and there's another platform and you just keep just doing like that up to the top. It, it looks like you're breaking the game, not doing what you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like um, it, it's it looks like you're doing one of those like um, ledge jumps in in like a Mario game where yeah. you like jump against a wall and you get another yes. jump because of a because of like the whole sub pixel thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It looks like you're doing that, but like in slow motion. Yep, it's and and it's totally intended. <laughs> yeah, yep. like in slow motion. It's the not <laughs> intended. It's required. <laughs> like it's. Li- I literally tried to use like the high jump boots and the ladder and everything. It is the only way to get across that gap. Good God! And then they just forget it. And there's like a lot of that. So this is another thing that came up. Did you notice that you have like, there's like ten or twelve items on your item bar at the bottom. Yeah, but like you can only use like five of them regularly. There's a lot of items that just you can't use unless the game decides you can use them. Right. Like you have to be in the right spot, like the right zone for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like the um, there's like a the, mask that you yeah, put I was gonna on say, like the 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 for like the the swimming thing, right? The it's for swimming, I believe the mask. Yeah, the swimming mask. No. The the one that looks like like a helmet or whatever? No. You know what that's for? The mat no. Did you notice sometimes? All right. So, we we sort of alluded to this before, but we should we should loop back around and say uh this game has like three music tracks to it, but 98% of them are just the one track. Yeah. Because another one is like the final boss theme and the other one is like is the like 30 seconds left panic music. 
because this game does have an in-game timer. Right. And honestly, the Karnov theme is fine. Like, it's I not something like I want to listen to on loop for, you know, 30, 40, 60, the, 90 minutes. But the music in and of itself is fine to me, though. It doesn't it doesn't. Yeah, I no, it's know. fine. It's, it's kind of it's kind of a it's kind of like a little, you know, something you'd listen to. and like, oh, that's catchy. I like it. Of course, if you listen to it too much, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm sick of it. But it, it's 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 a, it's a catchy little tune. And Jesse found like a, an orchestrated version of it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Holy crap. I like that. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. Um, I could have everything else in the sound design. I'm so confused. Everything else in the sound design. Bad. Yeah. yeah real, no, real bad. Like the like the sounds are way too loud. Um, They never let up. Just the sound of shooting your fireball is just like <laughs> the sound of hitting a monster. I I I I, I don't it, care. Yeah, if, you, if, if there's if there's if anything, can... to, if you're hitting anything, if you're hitting like a boss monster, if there's something going Wait, on in the environment, sound... if your items are running out, it's like a it's like a dial up modem and a dryer could screaming you, could you... at you at the same time all the time. Could you just play it for them right now? I the sound effects. Yeah, just like that one sound effect. I I could probably I'll I'll find it. Yeah, just to destroy their just to destroy their ears a little bit, right? Just right. Yeah, right, let's right let's now. let's uh, let's drop out for like five seconds, and I'll just like and I'll just like play a bunch of sound effects from the game. <laughs> that's actually that's actually perfect. Yeah. Okay. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. <laughs> now imagine that just being the sound of you just like fighting every boss in the game forever <laughs> that was the that was that was the moment <laughs> where where i i just i just had this this sinking feeling of oh my god this is <laughs> this is an nes game that's that's has not aged well like there's lots of feelings of it when you're playing it but there's just something about that that particular sound that really really hit it home for me where it's like yeah this is just a this is just this is just a, a game that I don't really want to play. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, without having nostalgia for this game, it's, it's not, this is not like a fun trip through a, a, an old NES game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it really, uh, realistically, like, Jesse requested it because it's her nostalgia game. Sure. And, um, and I understand. Like, I, I, like, I've known about Karnov for a while. I have touched it and played, like, the first and second level, and I was like, this game's dumb. Why do you like <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, I compare it to Home Alone for SNES. And I sure. mentioned it. I mentioned it on stream yesterday. That was that was one of three games that I had when I got my Super Nintendo for the first time. Right. I got that and I got and obviously it came with Super Mario World because that was a thing at the time. Ah, and the then um, and then Interplay and Silicon and Synapse's uh, Radical Psycho Machine Racing. What a classic. <laughs> Thanks, Blizzard. <laughs> it, it's like it. I found out like 20 years later that that was like, I, I don't know if it was their first game. I think well, they, they made rock and roll racing, but that might have been it, rock and roll racing is like the same game. Right. Yeah. But I that um, might be like, I don't know. I got to look was now. their first game. No, RPM Racing I, was their first game, or I, was I, I? I I don't remember now. I I'm really, huh? I don't remember anymore. I thought I because I was thinking Rock, but I think that game. I think what, what uh, 
I'm looking because I, I I need to know. Yeah, I was looking through the wiki, which is why my thoughts are not making sense in my head. Um, where where the hell is like just their list of games? Here we go, Blizzard Entertainment games. Yep, RPM Racing. Yeah, then they made yep. the Lost Vikings, then Rock and Roll Racing quite a bit later. I mean, like yep. two years. Yeah, like Rock uh, RPM Racing. Wow, dude, that is some sick box art. <laughs> It's really good. That's rad. It's like a Bigfoot, like, jumping over an exploding car. Yeah, like, an expo- exploding fancy car. That's like a Lamborghini or something. Yeah. It's honestly not a bad game at all. Like, I, I played a lot of it. It's a little grindy for a racing game, but, like, it's cool. Like, I, I, so, I like, think yeah, so, the- my, my, my SNES library when I first got my SNES was Super Mario World, which obviously you play to death because it's Super Mario World. Yeah. And then Blizzard's first game ever. <laughs> and then Home Alone. Home Alone. I, I I played that on PC. Oh, actually, hold on a minute. Shoot. I, I got to take this call really quick. Sorry. Okay. We'll, we'll take a, we'll take a quick word from right, our yeah. sponsors. <laughs> Do you want to guess how many things are in the Karnov sound effect pack that I downloaded? Like just how many, how many sound effects in the game total? I don't know. Less than 10. (laughs) No, there's more than 10. Okay. I said 18 originally. That's really close. There are 21. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yep. And the one that we're looking for is two. (laughs) Like, like number one is shot and number two is <laughs> it's so it's so freaking terrible <sighs> the thing is it's only one and when you hear it only one time it's like oh that's not too bad the problem is like it makes that sound and it just loops on itself for every single shot oh no yeah you, you we, we have to we have to let them feel the full pain yeah the, so i'm gonna they, just they like to, i'll put it in there and i'll just like, like I'll just like loop it in on itself like multiple times. Excellent. Yes, just, that's like, what that's the, the that's the kind of dedication I want to hear. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> anyway, um, so what were we talking about? Uh, you were talking uh, about how sometimes you have basically you were just kind of saying that when you have games as a kid, you sort of love what you have regardless of if they're good or not. And to oh be yeah, honest, was, we were talking about Blizzard and RPM and racing. Home Alone. And, yeah, basically, I had, like, I had a really, really good game in Super Mario World, and I had a pretty good game in RPM Racing, and I had a bad game in Home Alone, but, like, I played it, and I learned it, and now I'm, like, really good at it, and I can beat it in, like, a half hour. Yeah. Because it's, you know, because it's just a simple little game, and, like, you're right. Like, I, I wasn't, like, 10-year-old me was not looking at that as, like, man, this game's terrible. Right, like, no, it was just fun. a game, and you just learn how the game works. Mm-hmm. And that's all there is to it. You just, that's that's it. Like, it is game. And I feel like this is, Karnov is just that for Jesse, where it's just, like, it was just the game you had, so you figured it out. And it, there, wasn't really a, there wasn't really a sense of, like, this is a good game, this is a bad game. It's just, you know, like, it's the game you had, so you had fun with it. Yeah. And, and, and there are some games that just... It's, it's it's so I played Home Alone on PC because we had and and I had did a lot of um what did they call it like latchkey or after school stuff and so we had a computer oh, yeah. lab that we could play in and um one of the they they had Home Alone on those computers for whatever reason I remember playing a lot of Home Alone and a lot of Commander Keen and I played a lot of Commander Keen 
and I really like both of those games. Even yeah, I've, I don't. I actually don't know if they're good games. I haven't played them in forever at this point. So I want to believe that Commander Keen is still good. Yeah, Commander Keen. I know Commander Keen's pretty solid. And Home Alone on PC has to be better than Home Alone on Super Nintendo. But it, all, it, so the thing is, all of those games are completely different games in completely different genres produced by completely different teams. Oh, I actually didn't know that. So it's not just you're not just defending the house in the Super Nintendo one. No, no, oh. no. The um, the Super Nintendo Home Alone game is stage based. Oh, God. And it's like there's basically four stages. And what you are doing is you are running around the house, picking up a certain number of items so that the wet bandits cannot steal them. Uh, and then you oh, dump wow, that's them way in, worse. Yeah. The and then you dump them. Awesome. You collect a bunch of them. And then you dump them all down the laundry chute into the basement. And then when you collect enough of them, then you have to make your way through the basement, jumping over like spiders and stuff. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the PC version? I haven't, but it sounds like the NES version, actually. It's 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 honestly, you know what? Maybe we should. That's a game we should play because it's not a game that I ever finished really as a kid or anything. Um, that's so an interesting it, thought. That could be that could be a fun that might be a fun uh, game for. For, for us to play because i don't remember it really and i wonder if it's actually fun i'm, I'm gonna put that down as a possible game for us to play uh yeah uh the home alone for pc i'm i'm game like we're we're like after like we got action man and operation logic bomb and now we got karnov like we're deep into the uh the low tier classics now <laughs> yeah hey hey well i won't say it yet but next week we we have a high a very I can't. I think it's going to be a high quality experience. Are we doing Kirby real. next week? Yeah, not not a meme. Like actually a good game. Yeah, an actual <laughs> an actual good game with actual name recognition. Yeah, because we've never. Well, hold on, hold on. I guess we can finish talking about Karnov before. We... Yeah, we kind of got off track. The actually, reason I what started... else is there to say? Honestly, um, well, I I started talking about uh, when I started talking about sound effects. I was thinking about this. I never really got to the end of what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Um, so did you ever, like, <clears throat> did you ever get to a point and there was a, there was a sudden, like, clanging sound effect? Like, all of the sound effects in this game are obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Like, every single one of them. But <clears throat> did you ever get to a point where, like, something's just, like, sort of buzzing at you and you don't know why? I it's just like, clang, clang, clang. <laughs> is it just like a random enemy or something on the screen <laughs> no there are hidden items i remember i was telling you about the the items because i know some of them I can't be used crap. in certain places yeah yes yes the mask reveals hidden items when you hear that sound effect wait a minute is what's the mask look like because there's one that looks like a swimming helmet i i mean it's like towards the middle Oh, it the, looks oh. like an iron mask. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking. I'm looking at the because I was. I thought we were talking about. Okay, we were talking about two different things, which is why it's okay. so confusing. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through the manual now to see what you're talking about, and I think in the manual they call them glasses. <laughs> but allows you to see and retrieve hidden options. Yep. But yeah, I don't know what those did. I never even used them when I played. But they're not. <laughs> 
It's like a it's like no, a it's metal a mask. mask it's with like a, it's eye like a holes cut mask out. Almost like you'd picture it being like a what a kid would add like a popsicle stick to and then hold it up to their face. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Uh, all right, it's, sure, it's glasses. Certainly not glasses, but that's the, so. I don't know why when you said glasses, I was I went to the swimming mask, which I know makes no sense, but I couldn't think of what else you were talking about because I didn't even use the 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 mask ever. But like. So, like, that's one of those things where some of the items are literally context-sensitive. Yeah. And it doesn't tell you what the context is. You just hit a certain point, and then that item becomes selectable. And it, like, you never really know oh. when that is. Oh, so that's, you can use it during the clanging. Yes, you use it during the clanging, and that's what, that's the game telling you that there's a hidden item sweet usually several hidden items and then you put on the mask and then they you know they pop you up on the screen your, and then you can grab them and move on your k marks yeah your your k's <laughs> it, what how you need 50 for a life or a hundred no 50, uh, 50. I think. Yeah, yeah 50 yeah i think like i'm pretty sure they give you a life i never even really checked. it doesn't matter you have unlimited <laughs> so like so what else do you have like we talked about the bombs which are only really useful like once the boomerang is cool in a couple of situations if you <laughs> Dude, need to hit something that's like right above you <laughs> the thing that kills every enemy on the screen is called the clapper <laughs> the what i thought it was called a spike bomb nope it's clapper in, in this instruction manual all right sure yeah there's a screen there's a screen clearing bomb that doesn't work on bosses <laughs> what the hell? Hold on. You collect this kills me. You collect wings and yeah. they're obviously wings and you can get your first pair in like the first or second level or something like that. But you don't use them until like stage eight. Right. Yeah, that's right. Right, right, right. And it's another one of those things where like this is this is context sensitive and you have it for the whole game. The <laughs> whole thing. Just for stage eight, and then they will rant. Then sometimes they might stop working with without too much warning. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It just yeah. So like that that drove me crazy about the uh, about the items. Is like I kept holding on to these items, and it's like why can't I use these items? Oh, I can use the item now, but it didn't really tell me that I could use the like. It just becomes selectable, ran seemingly randomly. Because they're context sensitive, but you don't have any sense of the context. It's like, oh, you can use that in this level. Right. The weapons are more or less selectable at any time. <laughs> and some of the uh, some of the items you just pick up and you just pick up like towards like there's a shield that's like crazy useful because it blocks everything. Um, and you yeah, just kind just, of it's just you're just sort of invulnerable for a little bit. Basically, yeah, it basically just blocks everything. And you usually get it like right before a boss fight. Mm -hmm. So like, but then it's kind of a one time use thing and then you finish the stage and then you're done. Mm -hmm. So, so that's not so much context sensitive as it just sort of gives it to you when you need it and then, and then takes it away. Yeah. Which fine. I don't really mind. That's, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like just here's this boss power up. Cool. Right. It's, it's just, it's just like giving you a full heal before a boss fight, but right. You exactly. Know, you only have two hits, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Oh, we never really talked about how the uh, we talked about how you have two hits, but we didn't really talk about how the the whole power up system works. I actually don't hate this. Um, it's not so bad. like you you collect the little orbs in the environment, yeah. And if you're at full health, then it gives you like an extra shot. 
Yeah, so you, you can fire like a, up your attack. Yeah, you can basically like fire out three shots at a time, but you only start with one that just goes out in a straight line in front of you. But then you can get two and then three. But if you take damage, then your body turns like blue or gray or whatever color that is. Yeah, I think it's. I want to go with blue, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know, it's the NES, so whatever. <laughs> your Fair. your body becomes a, a pale, faded version of itself. <laughs> And at that point, if you pick up one of those orbs, instead of getting an extra shot, you just get your health back. Yeah. And you get back up to two shots. So it's kind of like a ghosts and goblins mechanic. Sure. That's true. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, you know, you uh, you you open the treasure and sometimes the treasure has a new weapon or a weapon upgrade. But if you've lost your armor, then it just gives you your armor back instead. Mm -hmm. It like sort of brings you back up to where I'm, you were. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, it's that's, honestly that's not bad. It, hell, the fact that there's health pickups in this game at all is kind of a is is kind of a big plus. Yeah, seriously, it's 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 again I, I, that was added for the NES version because uh, right, in the arcade yeah. one you died in one hit. I know we. Said I that would. Uh, here's the thing, I will accept. I I would happily accept a a version of Karnov with. Uh, one hit kill instead of the two hit kill if they cleaned up the hitboxes. Yeah. If the like if the arcade version of Karnov has cleaner hitboxes, but it's one hit kill, I'll take that. Yeah, because sure. seriously, Karnov's hitbox is like in, it's, it's like an entire it's, inch around his whole body. It's everywhere. <laughs> like it's rather unbelievable. I I got I got killed by things that flew like a foot beneath my like under my feet. Yeah. Like it's it's rough. It's it's probably like on a technical sense along with the screen scrolling, it's probably the most egregiously bad part of the game. Yes. Is it, it is. not no, just your hitboxes? Not just your hitboxes, but like enemy I didn't have too much trouble with enemy hitboxes, but like and it doesn't it doesn't come into play that badly because you shoot so fast. Right. And you have such a rapid fire thing that like, yeah, one of them's going to hit, you know, generally. Mm hmm. But there are some situations where like you're kind of shooting at something, especially when you have the triple shot, you would expect all three shots to like just hit the enemy. And it's like somehow they all miss, but it's right in front of you. And it's like, oh, all right, jump, duck, like. Just kind of adjust it to get one of these three shots in the spread shot to hit. Well, it's definitely a game that you're you don't you, you can't really use cues from previous experiences to 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 craft to, to like have an understanding of this game. You're you're you are on the fly figuring out how this psycho yeah. game decides what a hitbox is or like what how yeah, things it's, are it's, going to work. It's very arbitrary, and it doesn't, like, when you're trying to hit an enemy hitbox, I didn't have, like I said, I didn't have too much trouble with it, but if the shot was, like, half the speed that it is, it would have been a huge problem. Yes. Like, a huge problem. And it, like, they fix that by, like, giving you a super rapid shot, so even if you miss the hitbox, like, you just kind of move around a bit, and, like, you're gonna land a bunch of shots just because, just because you're firing all over the place. Mm -hmm. so like it's not really a huge it's not really a huge deal but like it your hitbox your your hurt box rather <laughs> um is just oof, oof. 
Like, like I don't know if you ran into it on the uh, the dragon and not the dragon. The well, I guess kind of a dragon because it's not the dinosaur. The dinosaurs. Di- no, no, I'm wrong. It is actually the the dinosaur enemy, the T Rex that shoots the fire. Yes. And it kind of shoots it in like a different pattern where like some of the some of the fireballs you can duck under and then some of them you jump over. And sometimes he fires them out in like a there's like a mid low pattern with like a small gap between them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would get like in any <laughs> other game, it'd be like duck under the first one, jump over the second one. But like those the hitboxes on those are so wide. It's just like, no, climb the ladder. <laughs> there is no space for that. No, no, you just jump over everything. You're not doing any kind of finesse. No, you are. Nope. Uh, you, you definitely just, you, you need to hedge your bets and always do the, 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 the The biggest move. Yeah. Yeah. Like your jump is super high. It's like, what'd you say? Like Karnov jumps like four times his height. Yes. Without the jump upgrade. Without the boots. Yeah. Like. He, he, his jump is like three or four times as height. Like you can almost jump the entire height of the screen. And yeah, it's kind of satisfying, honestly. <laughs> it is. It is. It's it, like, and then there's that slow float down, which like is jarring at first, but it's actually really good sometimes for precision platforming. Uh huh. Because you can kind of like, it's almost it's like, like using like a, 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 like a peach parasol. Yeah. You know, like the, the sort princess of feels, Peach, like, let me just float down to where I want to land. Yeah. Instead of having to actually, like, measure the arc. Yeah, in any, in any kind of game where you where you can slow, where you can slow fall the fall. Yeah. It, and it makes it just a lot easier to, to navigate what you're doing. Now, if you're slow falling and the screen is scrolling, that throws everything off and then it becomes frustrating again. Oh, God. Because <laughs> you fall, like, it, basically the, the entire screen freezes and scrolls when you fall, like, one tile length. <laughs> I think and then if you fall multiple tile lengths then it's like stop scroll stop scroll stop scroll stop scroll <laughs> yeah, stop scroll yeah. I, f- I like, feel like the moral of of Karnov is for 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 current year is <laughs> if you have fond memories of this as a as a as a child that's fine but anybody that's coming into it blind will probably not have similar fond memories in 20 years or 40 years <laughs> I I mentioned this on like this is this is kind of the I, I'm trying to remember the last time I didn't bring up Cusa Grande on sure. on the podcast, but like I'm in it and I'm in brackets and it's kind of a big thing for me. So like not this I'm, is it this weekend or next weekend? Uh this weekend is actually Big Bad Gameathon. Oh, that's right. Which is a like which is like kind of a GDQ, but specifically for bad games. Yeah. Um Jesus. So yeah, I know. Um, so since a lot of people in Cusa Grande are either in or watching that, uh, this weekend is off for Cusa Grande, but since this is releasing on Tuesday from the time of you listening to this, actually next weekend for you guys next weekend will probably be my first bracket match in Cusa Grande. Um, the reason I bring up Cusa Grande is because Karnov is an emote in the Cusa Grande Discord. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know. That's, yeah. And Cusa Grande is a tournament about bad video games. Yeah, that's... Karnov is like, is like bad video game royalty. Yeah. And also there is a... It kind of falls in a nice place where it's, it's, it's a bad game, but it's good enough where it's... 
it's playable so it's not just purely in like it's not it's not so bad where you just want to break your controller it's just kind of like god this is a bad game <laughs> yeah it's i i almost hesitate to say like it's like a bad game in a fun way yeah it is well and they they give you unlimited continues and i i know i've said it a million times but that helps so much yeah yeah no it, it would have been a very different uh it would have been a would very been different experience it. without unlimited continues, especially because of the, because like two hits is fine. Yeah. But it's only two hits. Right. It, with, with wonky hitboxes. With wonky hitboxes. Yes. That would have made it much, much, much worse. Um, I'm actually so it's, looking, it's, they may have replaced the Karnov, um, the Karnov emote, but I know they had it in, I know they had a Karnov emote in Cusa Grande at one point. It, Karnov is, is really quite Karnov, the, the, the baddest good game. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is uh yeah it's you know i i honestly expected it to be worse mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like i i did i made this whole show of like of like dreading it because like, i oh, had God, touched i had played it before and i knew it was kind of wonky and and weird but i'd never really played it to beat it mm-hmm. it was mostly just like let me turn it on and mess around with it and be like huh that's it's funny game control bad <laughs> yeah this game sucks but really after playing it it's like well yeah the game sucks but i mean i played it and that says more than some games <laughs> so you know how we were debating uh karnov's nationality earlier and you were yes. like no he's russian this game came out in 1987 he's soviet that's true oh and that means he could very well be from a Central Asian former Soviet Republic. Yeah, that's 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 where he's from. That's true. Like he's from like Kazakhstan or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it says here Soviet Union Central Asian Republics. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm seeing that now. So I wonder what instruction manual that we found. It's probably just the one that came with the. Yeah. It's probably just the one that came with the game, like. I mean, yeah, they're not going to call it. The in 1987, they weren't former Soviet republics. <laughs> they were true. current Soviet republics. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Isn't it weird to think that, like, I, I was actually, uh, I was doing a, a request stream on uh, on Gamepedia the other day where it was just like, hey, just, I've got, uh, you know, I've got NES online and SNES on, you were on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I um, you to play, um, and Jesse Operation requested Super Dodgeball and the like the the final the final challenge in Super Dodgeball is to beat the USSR uh, dodgeball team. And I was like, yep. oh, yeah, that was a thing. Well, hell, Street Fighter 2 has it, right? Like, yeah, sure does. You go to the that's 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 a good USSR. Old, our, our boy uh, uh, Zangief. Yeah. Yep. It's it's weird to go back to games where like that was a thing. Mm-hmm. It'd be like it, it's like it's like going back and um and seeing references to like East and West Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that wasn't that long ago. Like that was only yeah, I mean, figured out in like the last forty when... years. Yeah, and there is stuff that old that we are you know there is <laughs> stuff that's that old that's actually you know, still in existence that we can play. Yeah. Or watch or whatever. It's, 
but it seems like ancient history, but it's like a lot of that is within our lifetimes. It's true. It's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, even when you think about the death of certain mediums or like, uh, you know, like there was, we had tapes as kids and VHS. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then it was, you know, DVDs and now DVDs are a joke in some ways. Mm -hmm. All that. I mean, just phones in general are funny. Like you have a landline. <laughs> like, yeah, like oh, I know. A, I, I routinely shame my parents for, for maintaining a landline. Yeah. My like, mom why? just got rid of hers like a, about a year ago. And she's like, wow, I'm actually saving quite a lot of money. It's like, yeah, yep. <laughs> it's kind of neat. I mean, it's, it's not a lot of money, it's, but it's, it's, it's money that you weren't using to just basically screen telemarketers. Right, right, right. And so now you don't have to screen telemarketers anymore. In in my parents' defense, they actually live in an area where cell phone signal is kind of spotty. Oh, yeah. And so, like, in that sense, like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, my, my mom's house, we only get Sprint. That's it. Every other service has zero bars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I under I, I do get that. But we have very strong Sprint, so we're lucky. We're good. Yeah, that's I, I, so, You only need one. You only need one. So one more thing to discuss with Karnov. Okay. Um, so I, I sort of mentioned this before. Did you, and I know you've had the, I know you've been reading over like the wiki and stuff. Yeah. But like Karnov, after, after Data East released it, um, Karnov kind of became like, I don't want to call him like a mascot. I feel like I want to call him a mascot, <laughs> but like data East used them some Karnov. I had no, I did not know this. No, I, I did not know this until I looked at the, the wiki that he was, he's been in like six other games. Yeah. He was even the boss of, of games. It says mm -hmm. he's the first boss in bad dudes <laughs> and the final boss in another one. Yep. And a secret boss in a bunch of others. Like that's fun. I really, I, I, I I'm, I'm down with that. And, and actually Honestly, I don't pay. I didn't pay. I don't pay that much attention, to like Cusa Grande and all that stuff, until you started doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me, knowing that Karnov and I know what it is, and I've played it, it, it it's fun because now if I see those kind of cameos in any time, I'm not that I have. A, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not planning on playing Fighters History or. or <laughs> I was gonna history. say. I was just gonna read that versus Dragon Ninja, but like. It's fun. I, I like knowing little tidbits like that about game history. Yeah, like stuff, Karnov so is a Karnov is a you know, a is, he's a real character. Yeah, like, I'm 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 happy that that Jesse requested this. He is he is a he is an obscure like like bare, like unknown but consistent niche character who shows up a couple of times like. He's so he's 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 someone to know about. Yeah, that's cool. Karnov later appeared in the 1994 Neo Geo game Karnov's Revenge. What what a what a surprise! <laughs> this game, also known as Fighters History Dynamite, is not a sequel to Karnov, <laughs> but rather a sequel to Fighters History, a competitive one-on-one -on -one fighter in which Karnov is the final boss. Get ready for the fight of your life. He is also, so there is a even more obscure game called Trio the Punch, Never Forget Me. Yeah. Um, if you have not seen Trio the Punch, Never Forget Me, I, I recommend going back and watching the GDQ run of it from uh, like a year or two ago. It is the single most bizarre game I've ever seen. Excellent. And um, in that game... Karnov is a regular enemy, and also there are 
enormous stone Karnov statues and also <laughs> mini Karnovs. <laughs> Karnovs, you get a Karnov. You get a Karnov. Yeah. Trio the Punch gets all of the Karnovs. <laughs> also, and I hesitate to even bring this up, um, there is a fan theory that I refuse to acknowledge, but some people's fanon is that Karnov is Shantae's long lost father. Oh, that's just because there is a scene in um, there's a she there's a scene in Shantae and the Pirates Curse. Yeah, where you see like a silhouette of Shantae's father, um, and it kind of looks like Karnov's silhouette. It, it like it kind of it sort of looks like father. It is it kind of looks like it kind of looks like Karnov. And it's definitely implied to be her father. So the fan canon is like Karnov is Shantae's father, and I refuse to acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to acknowledge it too, just on just just on principle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Karnov is also in I, I Wanna Be the Guy. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god. You're right. I'm telling you. See, I didn't know that. Thanks, Jesse. I'm telling you, like, Karnov is one of those, like, C-tier characters where, like, if you know, you know. Karnov could be in the next Smash Brothers. Holy, no, stop. Oh. That's too far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, quickly before we finish this episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I know we, we used to do this at the beginning of the episode, but I just want to quickly ask you, did you watch the PS5 uh reveal video yesterday i didn't watch it live but i've caught up on a lot of stuff that was in it man Um, did you get excited at all for anything i am like really excited about dmc5 special edition yeah okay that's when when i saw that i thought of you i i lachisi and i are both pretty hyped for uh the harry potter game because i remember seeing leaked footage or not footage like leaked images about it like two years ago and i I figured that it was just a not exactly real because especially because WB lost their games divisions or they were sold off or whatever oh, yeah, happened. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I think that's really neat. I, I'll be happy to play it. Like I'll go to Hogwarts as a, as a action RPG. Yeah. I like, I, that's one of those games where like Jesse will probably want to play it, but mm-hmm. I don't know if she'll actually play it. She <laughs> might like, it, it's one of those things where I, I feel like she might get excited about it and then like start playing it and then just be like, eh, open world RPG. <laughs> I mean, I will I will keep I will take a look at it because I, it's always interesting to me anytime a, a licensed property is done well. Me too, especially on this scale that it looks like it's trying to go for. So I'm 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 hopeful. I, I like I like the universe. I think it's like a fun uh I, I believe I've mentioned this before, but like my experience with the Harry Potter verse is one, two, and seven. Right, yeah. Um and I, at any point I could have gone back and, and like caught up on the others. And I was like, eh, I'm all right. Yeah. So it's, 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 you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it's for you or it's not. Yeah. I, to me, like the, the PS five is when I do jump for a, a next gen console, that'll probably be the one that I go for. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Final Fantasy 16 as oh, a yeah. as I'll, a I'll be, as an exclusive it. is a big get, but also it'll well, be on PC. Computer, though. And I mean, also, I haven't really liked a Final Fantasy since 12. Yes. So like God, Final Fantasy 12 is awesome. I want to be excited, but at the same time, I'm like, 
again, gonna reserve judgment. At this point, the two things that I'm really excited about for PS4, or PS5 rather, are basically just two re-releases of games I've already played. <laughs> and that's not really enough to move a that's not really enough to move a console for me. I can see like, that. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna buy it for I'm not gonna buy it to play Demon Souls and Devil May Cry again. I want to play. I can I just play, play Cyberpunk on it. I don't because I I feel like it will be a much better experience playing Cyberpunk on PS5 than PS4. That's probably true. And my computer is too old to play it on computer. That's that's understandable. But yeah, no, I was I was it was it was um I was kind of lukewarm about the PS5. Like I knew I would buy it eventually, but I wasn't. I was on the fence if I wanted to buy it at launch. And the video was kind of. It, it there was enough moments in it where I was like, man, I am I love a console release. I just love it so much. Uh yeah, so like, I, I totally I totally pre-ordered it. I'm not sure if I'm keeping it, but I have it. <laughs> this is this is the closest that I have been to excited. Sure. Like I, I've actually been like lukewarm. Well, you don't care about God of or, War much or I've like... been like lukewarm or worse about the new consoles up to this point. Yeah. Um and by and wor- by worse, I mean, like, in some cases, I've been, like, actively annoyed by news of them. Oh, okay. You know, just because, like, it seemed like they were just, like, piecemealing the information out because they didn't have anything. It's kind of well, what sure. it feels like. I think, so that's just, that's just, I feel like that's more of a, uh, a, an issue of the, of the times where, where they yeah. can't just drop a, hey, it's, here's the magazine that has all the info. It's like, people want to see it. I mean, yeah, it's... Christ, people are going to start complaining now Now that the PS5 has all the information out. They're going to be like, well, where are the launch games? Where's the launch games? Where's this? We need more information. You haven't told us anything yet, right? Like, right, right. It's it's an endless cycle for those people. Yeah, uh, like, it's not so much that I'm annoyed manager. at the product. I'm annoyed at the hype cycle surrounding it. And it's yes. like, you know what? I just want it, like, I don't, I want to stop talking about it. And I just want it to be here. Well, so that's, and that's, that's, that's the, that's what's, I think that's what hit me finally was like, oh wait, this is a month or two months away. I'm 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 actually yeah. kind of potentially excited about it. It is actually really close. And it's like this is the appropriate time to start dropping details. Exactly. There's also the issue of like, I am not really like I mentioned it already. Like, so for any for any console, like pick a console, the launch release, the launch lineup of games compared to the games that come out over the next two years. The launch lineup Trash. is garbage. Well, it's this year, like, it's this is the this is that that rule is even more so true this this time around because <laughs> literally half of the launch titles are games that are playable on PS5 or are also available on PS4. Well, yeah, and they will be for a while. Yeah, it'll be like you you can get it on the new one or you can get it on the old one, and it'll run a little bit better on the new one, but it'll only be like a sort of it'll only be like a like minor technical improvements well, because speed. we really built it for the previous generation's hardware, but then we just upscaled it in a few like superficial ways. Yeah. It's, and it's, that's going to be like I, basically every release for the next year. Yeah. I would think that there's going to be a lot of, especially from third party or like people that aren't. So if it's, if it's not a new thing that's being designed for the, for the new console, then right. that would be, yeah. That's going to, that, that would be the issue. It's, it's, I, I really, I love, I mean, I own most of those games, but I think it's neat that the PS5 has the PS plus membership thing where you get a whole ton of PS4 games for free. That's freaking insane. That is cool. I'm disappointed about the PS4 not having, um, or the PS5 not having more backwards compatibility. 
isn't it like 99% of the library? Of the PS4 library. But at one point, they were teasing the possibility of, of being backwards compatibility with even older games. And like, I've got a shelf full of PS2 games I want to stream. I just want to have something I can play them on. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I mean... And I mean, like, I... I didn't, did I really expect the PS5 to be backwards compatibility, backwards compatible with like 20 years of PlayStation games? No, (laughs) there's no money to be made in that. It would also just cost you more. Like, yeah, it would would be a thousand dollar system. Yeah, because they would charge you for the emulation of all that stuff. Right, right. And it's it's also the, it's also the cost of like reviving the used game industry. Which they don't care about. No, they actively want to kill it. They want that gone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the release of digital-only consoles. Right. Like, they, they actively want to... They actively want to destroy the used game market. And so, backwards compatibility is... Especially backwards compatibility going back to, like, the PS3 or PS2... Yeah. Means that you can actually play those games you have on disc and don't have to buy them again. Yeah. From them. And they I'd, would I'd, much rather sell it back to you for 10 bucks or 20 bucks than I'd have you just worse. be able to pull it off the shelf. I'd, I'd feel way worse, except GameStop, GameStop ruined the whole world for me when they started putting their dumb stickers on new games. Yeah. Screw, screw GameStop. <laughs> I have a large number of games on that shelf. Sweet Jesus. That have, my, that, uh, that have that problem. My friend worked at GameStop, and they literally had to open new games, take mm-hmm. them out of the wrapper, yep. put a sticker on the... F- box and then put it like what the hell just it just you know just ruin it 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 made me i i I, the last time i bought a game there i was like hey do you have do you have this game without a sticker on it because it was katamari damacy for switch and they had really it was super cheap um and i was like i want to buy this and they're like oh no we don't have it with a sticker i was like oh then i'm not gonna buy it it's fine they're like well i mean i can just remove the sticker for you no you don't understand it's already been it's already been tainted well no so he started to remove the sticker and it was like pulling the you know the the plastic then becomes loose on the outside of the case and it was leaving a ton of sticky residue i was like yeah i'm just not buying this so you could stop removing the sticker sir yeah yeah like condition (laughs) but then he acted like i was the weird one like (laughs) no you're the weird one i mean like listen like not everybody understands the collector's mindset of like the condition of this case is important to me. Yeah, I don't even collect games or anything. I just hate the way it looks. It looks so ugly. <laughs> I mean, you don't have like it's it's still a collector's mindset. True. Oh, you're still, yes. No, it, I, I still... definitely have. I'm I'm a, I'm one of those people like, oh, hey, <laughs> don't bend the corner of that book. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. No, you just you like you want it in good condition you like you don't want it to look like it's been worn before I have you instruction get it manuals that i've used for big games that people pick up and they're like have you even opened this before I'm like yeah just not all the way <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know why i'm i'm so weird like I, i'll read my omnibus comic books with a pillow so that way the book doesn't co- totally open <laughs> that's that's probably fine <laughs> It's, I, I, I was I'm, with you to a point, and, I, and now I'm like, okay, I've not done that before. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm overly, overly careful of that kind of stuff. I just, it's, it's not a matter. I don't think it's, it's not like, I don't know. Oh, hey, hey. Do you? Okay, so let me know if this, like, if this triggers like intense irrational anger in sure. your heart. 
Yeah. Um, someone takes the disc out of the system and just puts it on the table. Yeah, I just don't understand. I had a friend, so one of my 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 best friends, actually, like I, I refer to him as a brother, and we uh, that's how he did. And I, I would literally go to his house if I hadn't been there in a couple of weeks, and I'd put all of his games away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even. I've done kidding. that. I organized his games. Just like, dude, this is, you're making me sick. There's 20 PS2 games stacked on top of each other. No joke. Just yeah, just no. this pile of discs. And like it, it makes me angry if it's one. Yeah, the like, dude. And, so and I, like usually, I, usually there's like a tact there, right? Where it's like. <laughs> You know, if you like, you have to let it sit there for a bit and then just kind of like act like you just noticed it and be like, oh, I'll just go put this away. I mean, I've taken out for a me, disc it's like or twice where I just rest it on top of a case or something because I know I'm going to need it again in the next little bit and I'm feeling right. lazy. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm OK with that. Yeah, there there's there's limits. But I've also like if it's a game that that means a lot to me, like when I was playing like Persona 4 and someone would take that out to put something else in. Yeah. And like they would just leave it on top of the the system. I'd just like oh God, the no. moment they set it down, I would get up, pick it up, put it back in the case and put it back on the shelf. No, listen, and I would so- like I would like elbow in past them to do it. Like, I don't care. This is where it goes. <laughs> I was I was at his house. Now, he, he was he was he was big into RPGs and stuff way before I was. So he had like, you know, Earthbound, Final Fantasy six, Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. you know, kind of rare. That's Super a good lineup games. And he had the Earthbound strategy guide in the game. And the Earthbound strategy guide was, like, being bent. Now, this is before – this is, like, when I was in high school. So it, it was rare, but it wasn't – people weren't super collecting about it and stuff like that. And I was like, Kyle, I'm I'm taking this because you can't you, – you, you cannot have the responsibility of keeping this. And he's like, that's fine. So I yeah. have I have his instruction manual on Earthbound game because I wanted to make sure it kept in uh, as uh, highest quality as possible <laughs> because that like, this is, is... super rare. <laughs> I want this. Yeah, that's He's like that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> he, it's. I think I we, dare say you got away with one there. I well, I mean, it's not like I'm gonna do anything with it, and obviously, it's 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 it's. It's one of those relationships where it's he's like, yeah, this is in better hands now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Now I will admit I have uh, I have annoyed myself lately. Yeah. By um. Especially now that sometimes the games and the shelves are on different floors of the house. (laughs) Sure. I have found myself putting games back in the wrong case just so that they are somewhere. And sometimes it goes like two or three deep now. I've, I've, I've been there. Um, and you have to like, you have to like trace back the chain of like, okay, so I played this and then I put it in that case. Or if I had people over for like a party or something, sometimes yeah. like a like a birthday party and you know yeah, you just gotta you just gotta like pop it back in somewhere. <laughs> but you can ask any one of the, the people that were, I was friends with. Then I was I was so I was such a pain in the ass. I wouldn't let if anybody ate anything, they had to wash their hands before they could touch my controllers again. That's and I was totally super, reasonable. I was super adamant about it. Where like people who. They they were friends with me maybe in school, but they hadn't been to my house. And other people were like, no, no, Tom's going to yell at you. You better go wash your hands. I had to stop buying used controllers because of people not doing that. Yeah. Well, the I first tell you time what. I got, I bought a used uh, Xbox 360 controller that literally just had like the Mountain Dew stick on the buttons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? You know yes. the one? My, like the, All of my old controllers are perfectly, fu- perfectly functional unless they have just like 
you know, the joystick stopped working on a 64, or it's loose, right? Yeah. But none of the controllers are sticky or gross. Right, and right, it's, right. It's because I was a psychopath. With, yeah. Are you eating a Dorito? Well, you better wash your hands How first. dare! <laughs> like, there was a joke where people were like, well, I'm just going to take a break because I want to eat. Father <laughs> people play. It's like, yeah, that's, I don't mind. That's, I, I will, that's the correct, I that's the correct way to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> so some, some of my friends would bring their own controllers because they didn't care. It's like, yeah, dude, you do what you want to your controller. <laughs> yeah. No, that's. <laughs> reasonable i mean i'm kind of the same way maybe not to the same like extent (laughs) maybe not to the same extent maybe not as militant about it but yeah but i also like most of the aside from like the n64 controllers where the joystick just goes right that's what i meant that's how they're built yeah um but yeah like aside from those and like the the d-pad on my on my ps4 controller popped a few uh, a few weeks ago um which sucks yeah but I'll the just, ps4 you know. controllers i think they're kind of shoddy man like the first i the like first them a lot like no, no, they're i've very had comfortable. two for years no, no, and I that's don't... the first that's the first i've had any trouble with them i don't know i guess it's the first time i've ever had a controller just die for no reason yeah and that's that that's... i mean that will definitely put a sour taste in your mouth especially if you're used to if you're used to being able to use controllers basically forever because you take good care of them and so maybe that's my own, and maybe I was just lucky too, right? Like maybe yeah. I've just never had that experience. I mean, the controller itself is lovely. I like the controller. Like it's a, it's a great controller. Right. I meant, I just had a bad experience. Just, a, with the, just like the quality and long, longevity of it. Yeah. But I mean, I, that's, that's, you know, I, it could yeah. also be that I played hunt. Like, I, I mean, I did play a bunch of, I don't know. I can't say that. I've played a lot of games for a lot of hours, so that's not a good metric. <laughs> yeah, it's the same for me. Like, my, my D-pad popped, and I'm like, wow, that's weird. That doesn't happen very often. But if I'm being fair, like, that is my streaming controller. So yeah, I'm so using, you, you're it using it almost every single day for several hours. Yeah. So it it's probably like has literally thousands of hours of use on it. That's That's what I was thinking when, as I was starting to say that, because I probably when I think about games across time, I've spent a lot of time across ve- like, like hundreds of, I mean, millions, maybe trillions of hours. All right. <laughs> let's all systems. All right. Disgaea dial but, it back a bit. But, but in terms of one console, I wonder, cause when I first got the PS4, I, I played an enormous amount of like monster hunter world and like mm. hundreds and hundreds of hours just on. Did you hear controller. there's a new monster hunter coming to switch? I did. I did. Hey, did you see that announcement for that? Yes, but actually sadly, two Monster Hunters, but one of them's like a spinoff. Yeah, the Monster Hunter stories and then Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, um, Monster Hunter stories too. Excuse me. Um, but we 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 have to continue this this uh, this glorious conversation next week. Yeah, I'm glad we got a little bit of uh, I'm glad we got a little bit of uh, news in because it was a, it resist. was a good news week. There's a lot of I, announcements. I, yeah. I think it's you know maybe maybe it's fun to throw it in at the end if there's something we really want to say. So that the way the the, the main focus is on the yeah on the we game. we start with the. We just we we're piloting yet another new yet another new uh, format here. We'll just we'll just you know what we'll just we'll just uh, we'll, we'll 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 treat it like the the hitboxes in Karnov, and you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes the topical hitbox is wider than you expect. Exactly, you know, you just don't know, you just don't know. So so next week it's Kirby's Dreamland three. Kirby's Dreamland three. Yes, I'm I'm down. Let's uh, let's wash the last couple of. Uh, weeks of absurdity out of it well kirby's yeah. still absurd but it's cute so it's fine <laughs> yeah sounds good all right we'll see everyone next week for that have Catch a good one guys <laughs> <laughs>